You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any intellectual needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. All right, Zach. I was wondering if you were going to say welcome in. I mean, I wanted to try to do the dry start like we have been lately because I do enjoy our just casual starts in and then we'll get to the welcome in at some point. But, you know, we'll go ahead. We already said welcome twice. So welcome in. I'm Daniel Moody. I'm going to say welcome one more time. Welcome in. I'm Zach Whittington. This is a much anticipated moment, Daniel. Largely anticipated. I don't know if you feel it. Are you feeling... Are you, are you excited? I'm feeling a sense of calm. I feel like a sense of flow. We are approaching something special. I, I feel good. So I think we, at this point, uh, talking to, uh, you know, the, the listeners here and whatnot, we are now working on getting YouTube going up. This is episode 100, and we said that you needed to watch out for episode 100. There was something coming through uh, with, with episode 100, and that is going to be the very first youtube episode hello everybody uh so we are now on video also and uh i am very excited obviously we have feel i feel like we've gotten our audio to a point that's very crisp consistent i like what we're doing audio wise so now we're going to try to add in the video element and it's going to start out a little rough guys let's be honest it always does you know maybe camera quality ain't 100 percent maybe we don't both have a mic stand that looks good. Maybe Daniel's Mike's sitting on a box right now maybe. on his lap. Maybe. Maybe not. I can't maybe tell Daniel you for sure. For, maybe Daniel forgot his mic stand at home. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back together. We'll have a full studio set up next week. Who both are you apologizing stands. to? I'm nobody. Nobody. You know? Maybe I'm, I'm standing by. Maybe I'm I don't. Telling, I'm telling our audience... You better be thankful we're showing up with one mic stand and two boxes right now. I'm just I'm saying, saying we're maybe, maybe Daniel is has his mic on and mic stand. You have to go to the YouTube channel and check it out. Oh, what I you got to do. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Everything's a ploy at this point, exactly. Are we even in the video? <laughs> Are we actually on video? Look it up on YouTube. Try to find it. That's your choice. Um, Zach. We had some local news. We had a local segment. We're going to try to do a early local conversation before we get into the bigger national uh, sports news and sports topics and whatnot. There's also, I think, some non-sports topics nationally we could talk about. Yeah. Um, but so what do we consider local? Local being like in Greenville. I'm going to count the Triumph in there clearly because those right. are your local boys. Shout out the Greenville Triumph. That's the local good. team. Um, and then we're clearly going to cover any local news. Uh, I assume we have a fair number of Greenville listeners, I would assume. And so, you know, we can talk news in Greenville and get, cool. give y'all our takes and opinions. And I think we're going to start with the news that happened this week with a very very big staple in my high school life and even post high school life at this point living near the near the restaurant uh joy of tokyo on pelham road was ran into zach by an old woman in her car like literally the car parked in the building i was about to say i've run into joy of tokyo a few times. no no like her and the car ran uh, into okay. the joy of tokyo I not just her i leave my car outside yeah to keep the car outside so zach did you see the video you i seen? saw a picture it's funny because I saw a tabloid like type article by the news and I saw the car inside the restaurant and it said car crashes in the restaurant. And I was like, that's Joy of Tokyo. 
I could see the inside. I was just there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's pretty wild, I would say. And then also, uh, I think I have a cool name for this segment. What you got? So, uh, how about, uh, throw it, I'll throw it out. I'll throw it out. You can throw it right back. <laughs> we'll see if it sticks. Let's see what sticks. But, uh, how about the upstate up eight? Oh, my God. I'm in. I love it. I'll say it one more it's... time. Upstate update. Is there going to be the pause there when we give our little sounder? Because, like, I do like the pause. Upstate. Update. Update. Okay. A long pause. Long pause for you. All right, guys. So, yeah. Greenville, South Carolina. We got news. We got stuff happening. But the main news, the main stuff we're here to talk about on Moody Sports Show is the sports of Greenville, which is your Greenville triumph. Zach. First game of the season last night. You were not able to make it out. I was not. I was uh, had some plans. They went well. They went well. I was wondering. Well, leave it at that. I, I was curious. I was like, did did the did things work out, or did he just end up hanging out? But glad things had went well for things you. Things went well. Good times. Good times. I like that. Well, things did not go as well for the triumph last <laughs> night in their home opener. Very tough opening game what? to watch. Um. The Triumph lose 2-0 to Central Valley, Fresno, uh, uh, Fuego. They're out of Fresno, Cal- yeah, they're out of Fresno California. Um, they're a new team to the league. So uh, first time, yeah, first game for this team to be playing in. And we... Whoa, it's whoa, a, whoa. Startup? A startup just beat us? Mm-hmm. We are the startup, baby. We went to the blow we went to the championship year one. We are. You don't do that. Well, it's tough, yeah. As a team that sorta of has set its stand set a standard for itself being in every championship game of the USL League One. Um Humble brag. Humble brag. You gotta throw it out there though. But the triumph definitely disappointed last night with the result of two nil. But Zach, I will tell you, man, like we looked I won't say excellent. I won't say good. We look like a, you know, we look pretty decent overall. Pretty decent. Minus two split, like three second moments. Two separate three second moments in the game where we gave the ball away in our defensive half and gave up and won the first goal. And it was just an easy giveaway. And then the angle that Paul was trying to defend that for the uh, trying to get a deflection on, it's a tough angle for Paul. So they put Paul in a bad spot. And then the second goal, Paul is just messing around and tries to scoop up the ball and gets it poked out from his hands, and they get an easy goal. Like, it literally is six seconds, a six seconds difference in 2-0 versus 0-0 in getting a point last night. So Triumph, definitely going to be sitting bottom of the table. Um, but, you know, it's a long season, lots to do. Uh and we do get a Thursday game, Zach, if you want to come out Thursday. There's an Open Cup game uh, at uh, Legacy Charter uh, College. So come out to uh, see the, the Triumph. They're going to play a championship team. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But I am intrigued to see if there's any rotation, any changes they're going to do. One thing I did note, and uh, me and Andy were talking about it, this team did not really seem very confident in what they were doing the whole time like they they changed formations a couple times and then like first game of the year it was right? first game of the year but yeah like it i just felt like we came into the game and it looked like this is a team that still is not sure what they want to do and that sort of puts you behind the eight ball 
versus everybody else in the league. If that uh, the rest of the league knows their formation and stuff like that, they're already practicing and getting better with their formation. We're still trying to find a formation, so I hope that we have something figured out. Uh, Aaron Walker did not start last night. That's a little concerning. I'm really hoping that he. Is, I don't know what it was exactly, but I don't know. Maybe like a conditioning thing or something. Maybe a little ding up that he's got to get nerves back and get full healthy. But uh, yeah, overall. It was the first game though. It was, it was great to be back in the triumph. Dan throws his hands up. Great, I'm very. I will say they're gonna learn on the video. I talk my hands a lot. Um, very much. Uh, very happy to be back in the in the season. And we get the Open Cup this coming Thursday, and then we have the weekend off, and then the following weekend will be the first road game at North Carolina. Uh, and me, Ryan, and Andy will be going up to Raleigh for that. That'll be fun. Ooh. So. Big trip. Big stuff. Big trips. Yeah. I hate to hear that they got the loss. It's a relatively long season, so I mean, come on now. One got loss. Got, yeah, got Get lost. it out of the way early. Get them out of the way Get early. Get that undefeated season talk out of here. We don't need that pressure. Just start it off with just good old fashioned football from here on out. Well, and I will say too, man, that the Fuego team, day one, two, zero, whatever. Dear God, is that going to be the most annoying team in the league by far? You could say they were in Fuego. Ten, I would say there was, we there was seven minutes of added time. I think there was probably thirty minutes of time rolling around on the ground with the Fuego players. Like one dude <laughs> fell on the ground twice in two minutes, and yeah. the second time he wasn't touched. He just fell over and like laid on the ground. I was like, what is the conditioning for this team? What is happening? It was awful. It was very well, annoying. Well, Dan. Well, Dan, can you blame them? And the Oscar goes to Fuego. We were taught at a young age with fire. Stop, drop, and Stop, roll. drop, and roll. You're right. That is so factual. They Stop. were just they Stop. were just doing Stop. what we taught them. I, I, you're right. Did you just whip for the roll? Well, it, That's, <laughs> we're on video, Zach. It's all on video. You can't hide it anymore. Well, the thing is, I was thinking, like, I did stop, drop, and roll, but in my head I was like, Stop. Drop, shut down, no, 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 shut down. And, I don't know and we why can't keep going because we're gonna. Whoa! No, no, you stop it. Too. We're gonna shut down. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. I guess there's bad words. I don't remember. No, more just the. Uh, we we can't afford that. Uh, oh, oh, you're worried <laughs> about trademark. I can't oh, afford that. That's a, that's that's public record by now. Public it, access. Maybe. Isn't everything um, after 65 years, isn't that like some like random rule? Yeah, maybe. Isn't, like, but a, that song's not 65 years old. Man, what's 45? <laughs> what's a, what's a clue? On. What's a smooth 40 difference? Come on. Um, Zach, I, admit, I said the Oscars and before we, I guess we'll... The Oscars? The Oscars, yeah. We'll, right. we'll keep rolling. We're Oscars just, and I, Upstate. Zach, I'm going to keep rolling. The Upstate update. Yeah. Is done. That's it, guys. Shout out Greenville Triumph. We'll see you Thursday. Yeah, anything else happen? Oh, we have Jot. And the Jot lady. I will say. South Carolina women's. The South the Carolina women's. I was, we could have even talked about this. That's national more of the Midlands. News. That's even national news, though, too, because, like, huge success for Don Staley and the Gamecocks, Lady Gamecocks, getting to the, the championship game. Um, going to be playing UConn. Uh, UConn. 11 and 0 in national title games they've played in. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be quite a game tonight. Gino. I, think, I think like nine o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Gino Ariema. Uh, actually, didn't even know. I actually didn't even know this either. The uh, 
not just the UConn women, but the UConn men are 3-0 and in national championship games. Can't so win. they've never lost a national championship game as a school. That's crazy. Yeah, it's called do it when it matters. <laughs> I, I guess we could call it that. It's called do it when it matters, Dan. That's what I'm going to say from here on. I'm going to say it with more confidence next time. Do it time. with <laughs> it matters. Do so, it with it matters. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but uh, great. So we'll just go straight into college basketball. Yeah. Huge news last night. Final four matchups. Coach K, once again, Duke, the farewell tour. The Cinderella story is over. And you know what? All this random last year out the door sympathy bandwagon hop. There's already bandwagon Duke fans everywhere. And we hated them for the last 35 years. And the thing is, now it's, a, it's cool to be a Duke fan because Coach K is being all self-centered on the way out. And guess what? You got a little slap backhand from the better basketball school in the state, the Tar Hills. The eighth seed. In the I, only, a, only like low seed left in the tournament. And the thing is, the way, the way Roy Williams went out is how you should go out as a coach. It's not about me. It's about we. And it's about leaving it better than you started and not making a huge – like, like this whole farewell tour, that's going to be bad for recruiting because you don't have Coach K at Duke anymore. Even with John Shire, the appointed, um, what do you call it, successor yeah. coming in, head coach, great. I did like John Shire. That was cool. It's not J.J. Redick there. I mean, do you think people are going to literally go to Duke for John Shire over Coach K? Well, what I've heard is a lot of the recruits that K had, like, for this upcoming class, like, that, that's a pretty good class. Like, John Shire, they, a lot of them are going to stick around because John Shire. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking and that's about, only one year you're I'm not talking about the it. guys on the team or the guys that are committed for next year. I'm talking about the last 35 years of Duke. Coach K actually did have an influence on this. But, no, you have, you have a factory at UNC. You have the best names of all time went to UNC. Like, I mean, some of them, but yeah. Michael Jordan. <laughs> but yeah. there's some greats there. If you stack up side by side, which one's better? The greats from here, the greats from there, UNC wins. Like, no question. No question. And uh, I'm, I'm so happy, man. I, I am still bitter about a Clemson-Duke game from, like, 2006 where there was 1.2 seconds on the clock and Duke inbounded it. They had to go the full length of the floor. It's number one Duke against Clemson. We, never, we would never beat them at that time. And the clock did not start. They inbounded the ball. How Dan, how long do you think it takes to go from end to end and make a layup? Longer than 1.2 seconds. It probably should be about, you know, 3-ish seconds. 1.2 seconds to get the ball behind half court, dribble, pass, pass, layup. One. That quick. Point. That quick. Dude. I can't. I'm still bitter. I don't think I'd be that fast. I'm still bitter. I don't think I'll be that fast. And I know I was just looking at you again talking. Hopefully the mic quality is good. Everyone, I always just yell at Dan and don't pay attention to my mic. So the mic stand is an improvement. I think it's helped. I think it's helped a lot. Um, Zach, you said that Roy Williams did it right. And I I can agree that he was nice about just sort of moving on. Like when it was time to retire, he didn't do like a farewell tour like Coach K has. Um, And he got out. But man... The, the broadcast for March Madness, and they've done this every North Carolina game, will constantly just flash up to Roy Williams in the stands away from the game. And I'm like, you know, guys, I get he was the coach for a long time. I get he was a great coach for basketball. I don't care about him right now. Stop showing me Roy Williams in the middle of the Duke Carolina Final Four game, please. Jesus, I don't need it. I know he's not relevant to the game at that. 
And they just keep flashing to him, like, get out of here with this. I don't need it. Don't need it. Less Roy Williams. Less Roy Williams. Williams for me, please. Just show me the basketball game I turned on to watch. And there was a whole other game, Zach. Kansas. You know, if you want to call that a game, they throttled Villanova. Within the first two minutes of the game, it was 10-2, and Jay Wright was over there staring at the boys like, come on, guys, do something about it. He would not call timeout. So how do we uh, – <laughs> I think we need to have a scale, and we need to, like, keep it permanent of levels of being beat because you said throttled. I mean, dude. What is – throttled is, like – that's, like, an 8 out of 10. Eighty, right? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, you're 81-65 in a Final Four game. You got throttled. Like, am I wrong? I love how you went like, I mean, you throttled it up. I'll do motorcycle. You went throttled. <laughs> <laughs> a little hardly for you, but <laughs> yeah. But uh, throttled is definitely one of the worst. I mean, shellacked. Oh, uh, dude, I'd never want to be shellacked in my life, please. I being t- being a part of a shellacking. Ooh, that's not good. No, those stick with you. Take them to the woodshed. That's one. I, I think take to the woodshed's probably less severe. Then definitely throttle. Swap. Yeah, I think I think that's right below the. Th- I think that's below the throttle. Th- is just if you're pulling that alley, it was like it was with vengeance. What happened? It was a little aggressive. There yeah. was there was some nastiness. Yeah, there. and then like take him to the woodshed. It's just like an experience thing. It's kind of like I'm more skilled than you. I see so, that being well, and also I guess it to determines sport wise. So like point differential. If you took him to the woodshed, that's probably a twenty point win right yeah, there. You know, in basketball, I, I, think it, I think it's more than points for taking him to the woodshed. I think taking him to the woodshed is like we dominated a team in rebounding, and we were just like making them look stupid. With you physically dominate them too. Like well, they, they look like the I children. Think, I think it's outsmarted them. I mean, I, obviously, there's taking him to the woodshed has like you know we're taking him out back, gonna beat shell you. But no, I'm talking <laughs> about I'm talking about using the brains, getting in and the and making you look stupid. We're taking you to the woodshed figuratively. With how bad you are. My question for you, Zach, where does making the team look like a JV team fall? Whew. Because that may be the top level. If you just got you got beat so bad, you look like the JV squad. Yeah, but but that's fun. but here's my thing with that. That's usually a scheduling issue. That's <laughs> usually Alabama versus like you know the Citadel. Yeah, it it is the it, JV it is squad. squad. That's fair. And that's, that's the totally only time fair. you're gonna pull that out because if it's like a I mean, if it's like Alabama number one versus Clemson number two, and they were the clear best two teams in the country, you know, when like the playoff, the fourth team's kind of the odd team out. Sometimes they're not as good as the other teams. Yep. So Alabama plays number four, one versus four. And uh, like a Michigan, like a Big Ten team, for instance, choose any Big Ten team and put them in there. <laughs> insert or Pac 12. Or Big 12. Or yeah, or just put any <laughs> team and insert there. That's not like Clemson or Florida State or anyone from the SEC. And. Alabama will make them look like a JV, JV team. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And that's usually that's usually a recruiting and a scheduling thing. That that is that is coming down to the lo- So logistics. that's lower on the scale. That's more of a that's logistics. Like a five, that's like a five four. I get you. That's a that's, logistics. That's thing. like I, my eyebrows raised because I'm like, oh, but I should have seen it coming. Should have known. Yeah. I get you. I get you. I respect that. Respect then, that completely. Uh, and then, uh, man, what's another good thing for? Mm. Well, Zach, my question. That was four. That how was four how do you feel about the championship game for the North Carolina playing Kansas? It's a one versus eight in the tournament seedings. Um, North Carolina sort on a, a Cinderella run here. Kansas looked dominant in their last one. I think they're how four. Is North four Carolina and a half ever a Cinderella run? I don't. I think that's an oxymoron. I think, it is weird. I it is weird, but that. I think it's just the fact that like they didn't live up to the typical standard of a North Carolina. What does. do you mean they're in the? But like yeah, that here they are making and like they're an eight seed, you know. So technically, you call it, but 
<laughs> I wouldn't believe it. They're blue blood by my books. It's like, like a it's like saying it's like saying Bama's the underdog because they're the number four in the playoff. I'm like, no, Bama's no. probably your favorite. No, they won four out of yeah, five championships. <laughs> Stop with that. No, um, no, no. So, so you, I, personally, I think Kansas may be pretty good. Oh, you're, I, a, little, I, I think, you're a little selfish over there, a little bit self. And it's tough because I even put a tweet out early when we finished the second round of the tournament. And said, there is now no, there is only one one seed left, and it was Kansas. And I did not believe that a one seed would win the championship because it was Kansas was the one seed, and they never win. Well, they're not going to win. Like, and they North, still probably won't. North Carolina They probably win. won't. That's fair. North like, Carolina scored 94 points last night in a college game. That's, that's lights out. It's good. That's good scoring. They were shooting, yeah. rebounding. I mean, beat Duke twice on Duke's biggest. The, that was Duke's, like, textbook, storybook ending, and that. And UNC did it. I don't. I don't know the guy's name, but he looks like a Norseman. He's on North Carolina. He's got big beard, long flowy hair, but he looks like a Norseman. He was yakking threes in people's mouths all night. It was insane. Yeah, he's so good. I knew his name last night. I don't know, but (laughs) whatever. Only talk on the mics. Mike talking only. We can't, we can't lose the content, Dan. We are just starting the content. It's all content. Everything's content. My life is content. Be real, Dan. Be real. So, <laughs> what a weird app, man. It's a strange app, but like overall, I think it's a, it's a it's a good idea. I think we're on the front end of this thing. So, audience. We are really. If you haven't downloaded the Be Real app, download the Be Real app. I don't. Now I sound like Thomas. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll push you there, Dan. We'll push you. Download it. Download it. Do it. Say you love me. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Say you love me. That was a shot at Thomas. But uh, anyways, he's one of those people that's like, you know, like, you love your family, and then you like get in the hat. You've probably said love you on the exit to your family forever, you know. But absolutely, you know, Thomas is that friend that needs to hear you, you gotta say, say I that. love you. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, yeah, man. Because I don't throw I loves you's out there. Like the thing that. is, Thomas is like, I'm going to give you an I love you. Yeah. But that's guaranteeing that I'm getting, getting it back yeah. because I'm not putting in that effort to love unless exactly. I get it back. Exactly. So there's this isn't really a shot at Thomas. This is more of a pointing out. He needs to hear that I love you. I man. love Thomas. All right. I love you, Thomas. <laughs> okay. Well, starting to segment off with Thomas. Uh, that was a good first uh, segment there. Intro to YouTube, the Upstate. Upstate. Update. Update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw a little echo, a natural <laughs> echo there. That was wild. But uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, we got football not around the corner, but spring games are getting close. We're officially in spring. Yeah. Winter is no more. WrestleMania weekend, Masters week. Coming up. Tiger said he's going to decide what? late week, late week this week, if he's going to be playing Masters or not. He's going to be deciding that coming up. So that's the thing with Tiger winning the Masters a couple years ago. And it was the big moment, whatever. And everybody's like, this is his last big moment. Tiger won the Masters. This is amazing. He can retire now. He's still good. What? He probably could still play. Still the best golfer ever as long as he's not, like, literally in a hospital. Well, and what it comes down to is he's now just sort of set himself up to be, I'm going to probably play in the big tournaments that I want to play in. And he's Tiger Woods, and he probably can do that. And nobody's going to really say anything about Man, it, even like, if he doesn't have the points or anything to qualify or Is whatnot. there any other sport? <laughs> 
that like is comparable to golf in that way. I mean, tennis, yeah, it's probably the same thing. Yeah, tennis. Popping in and out of tournaments. But uh, no, imagine yeah. if like Tom Brady, I mean, I guess some football, Eric, Eric, not, Eric Weddle did this. He was like, yeah, I'll, I'll sign with a playoff team. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, play, yeah. I'll, I'll play three weeks of football. That's a very consistent thing where you see teams reaching in and trying to sign people in that last run of the NFL season when you can maybe get one little extra guy to help you through that playoff run. Speaking of um, extra guys, a lot of signings, Dan. Lots of signings across the NFL, man. Lots of moves happening. Let's name them all as fast as we can. Uh, Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. Uh, Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Uh, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Devontae Parker to the Patriots. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's a new Intriguing. one. Intriguing. Um, let's just keep going. You said Russell Wilson. Ru- to the yeah, Broncos. to the Broncos. Mariota to the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan to the Colts. Uh, Wentz to the C- Commanders. Yeah, Commanders now. Right, Washington. So, so, so. That that popped up as like a ESPN uh, like you know push notification on my phone, and I genuinely for like thirty seconds in my head thought that Ke- that Carson Wentz was traded to an XFL team because so, I was like the Commanders aren't a real team. What are we talking? about? I watched the replacements <laughs> last night with Keanu Reeves, and he played for the Washington Centennials. So uh, why would they not go Centennials? Shane Falco, shout oh, out. He, he blew that Super Bowl, uh, Sugar Bowl. But uh, anyway, everybody. <laughs> he threw it. They lost. They lost by forty-five. It was bad. And then they called him Footsteps Falco. Man, that was a schlack. He, he they set him up for failure his first year out of the draft. I mean, dude, he had no offensive line for one and done year in the NFL, and then he's. I don't know. We actually break down Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves for NFL career. Dude, he, he got the Centennials to the playoffs, dude. And then. Uh, and then Eddie, Eddie, I can't remember the quarterback's name. Whatever. I, now, now are we gonna break down the longest yard next? <laughs> Dude, the replacements maybe like top five sports movies for me, man. That's that's a good one. It was a good one. And Warren Sapp cameo. You got a few people in there. That's a great movie. And it is uh, good. The kicker is the funniest character. Yeah, though. yeah. Nigel Gruff. <laughs> The Welsh. They're just smoking cigarette chains. <laughs> there's there's John the Matt, his first field goal. He, he goes for a 40, 40 yard attempt for his first field goal to uh, win the game for the replacement players. And then he's smoking a cig coming on the field. And John Madden and Pat Summerall are calling the game. And John Madden's like, I, I think the kicker's, I think he's smoking. And Pat Summerall's like, No, he's not, John. He's like, No, I see it. I see the cigarette in the smoke. He's blowing it out right now. <laughs> and then he gets a 40 yard. Such a good sequence of events in that. That's a and anyways, that was a great movie last night. I'll watch that one again. So impromptu top five sports movies for me. I don't know about number four. Number five, radio makes me cry. Makes me cry. It's based on my area we grew up in. We should probably include that in the upstate update. Uh, T. L. Hannah High School. They played against Eastside in the movie. Isn't that pretty cool? You remember? There's a newspaper clipping that says T. L. Hannah beats Eastside. I didn't know about any of this. Come on, dude. It's radio. Cuba Gooden Jr., <laughs> number five. All right, number four. Remember the Titans. I mean, dude, I'm, I know everybody has their list of best sports movies, and, like, Remember the Titans should be on there. But uh, the critically acclaimed ones, I get you, whatever, whatever, whatever. This is my list. Number four, <laughs> Remember the Titans. Really sad at the end. Really sad. All right, number three. The Replacements, Keanu Reeves. I would have labeled that one higher for you would have been my guess. No, man, because it wasn't always in the top five. It wasn't always in the top five. It's it, the more I watch it's grown it, on the you. more I love it. Because I usually see it on like I'll catch on like FX 
and I'm commercials all the time. It's hard to watch on TV, man, because it's like a two or two and a half hour adventure for not a two and a half hour. Yeah, game. for a ninety minute. Yeah, game. and so watching it on like Netflix, knock that thing out. That's a good movie. And you get a uh, Gene Hackman, the coach. I love a coach that wears a suit and a fedora in football. Number three, the replacements. Where's the fedoras in the NFL? Uh, Lombardi's great. And then uh, let's see, number two. This is tough, man. This is tough. I'm gonna go number two, Space Jam. Okay, Space Jam. That one's a controversial. I know it. I mean, come on. Some man. people hate on it. I mean, dude, I was born two. Now we're talking old Space Jam, not Space Jam. No, 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 I haven't even seen the <laughs> Space Jam. I haven't even seen it. I'm talking Space Jam. When I say Space Jam, don't question. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And number one for me, you know, I'm leaving out the longest yard because Adam Sandler's not making this list twice. And he's not getting it for Happy Gilmore either. And he's not getting it for uh, he's not getting it for his other movie. It's, it's Waterboy, dude. You put me on a desert island. If I'm on a desert island and I have a VHS player, give me the Waterboy tape. Bobby dude. Boucher will brighten your day. Anyway. Dude, I'll sit there and eat coconuts, get a tan, grow a beard, and watch Waterboy on a little like old school cart TV that would wheel into your like elementary school. You and Wilson just sitting on the beach. I don't need Wilson. I got a TV. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? It's me and Bobby. Vicky Valenclaw. <laughs> Vicky Valenclaw. But, uh, yeah, my mama said that that's number one. That's my list. Dan, what about you? Give uh, me two. Just give me two. You don't have to give me a whole list. Dude, top movie. Definitely not one of them is The Express. And, like, this was not, like, a comedy. It's a series that is a uh, about Ernie da- Davis, and he's the first African-American to win the Heisman. But it's just such a well-made movie. It is really good. Um, absolutely love that one. And then, yeah, I would – Longest Yard, man – I, original? The, the original? No, no remake. Adam Sandler, Longest Yard. You didn't see Star Goldberg. Power, you didn't see Goldberg in there. Michael Irvin, Nelly. Oh my Kevin God, Nash. it was insane. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Oh, wow. pre-slap Chris Rock. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Um, honorable mention for me is Bad News Bears remake with Billy Bob Thornton, Buttermaker, dude. That's a raunchy like kid movie. Like it's a. There's, he's an alcoholic ex-pitcher, Buttermaker, who coaches a little league team of like misfit kids. Oh, dude, I that, do love that movie. That don't get picked movie. for like the preppy rich kid little league team. Ooh. They're on the misfit little league team, and then Buttermaker's daughter pitches for him as well. And then they get Kelly, the uh, dirt bike riding like 13, 14 year old who I think lies about his age. I think he's 16. <laughs> but uh, anyways, great movie, Buttermaker, awesome. Oh, another's uh, Mighty Ducks. That's Obviously, those are good. Dude, I'm gonna leave out some of the like blatant ones that. But like, love. listen, man, and this is one where it's like, if you don't like it, I can, res- I get it. Mm-hmm. But if you do, get you get it. But what about Little Giants? Airbud. Every Airbud, Air not and not the Air Buddies. Once we got to the pups, they got got into space. I was like, this is ridiculous. Stop it. When there was a dog playing golden receiver. Playing basketball, playing soccer and volleyball. That was the time. I haven't even seen volleyball. So oh I'm, my god, the volleyball Air Bud was the younger sister Dude. playing volleyball and but and buddy you, you so how vivid is Airbud for you? Oh, dude, like I had all of them on. So Airbud one, he's in the gym shooting free throws. Yep. Yep. And he's shooting free throws in an empty gym, putting in the work, Air Buddy. And then uh, that's when he puts the pudding down on the uh, the outdoor court, and he's like, "Get out of here." Satisfying ever. Who tells their golden retriever to, to get out of here? Like, that's a $1,500 dog. Especially when he's shooting basketball. 
Like, I don't care if it's the 90s or not. That's a $1,500. When he's going when he's going 50% from free throw line, you don't get rid of that anyway. The dude shoots better than the modern NBA center. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, he literally is better than most centers. And in, Come and, on. and in the second one, the football movie, he can just catch footballs with his mouth a little more believable. Without popping it, that was my thing, is... It's, it's the, soft. He had, he, had, he had soft hands. You catch he, it with the he tips of firmness, your teeth. He had firmness of the ball, you know, firmness in the grip to hold it and not get, get it punched out. All right, all right, deep, deep dive into my life right here. <laughs> As a kid, I would get hit in the mouth with footballs a lot. Did you? So uh, I played a lot of catch, right, in, like, outdoor, like, you know, the cookout setting, stuff like that. I would just be unlucky. I'd turn around and get hit in the face with a football. And mm. I've caught, like, two footballs with my teeth in my mouth before. Really? Like, I just, like, had an open mouth and, like, got hit with a football in the mouth. Like, perfect time. I always wanted to see live game There's somebody right catch a football. Not, like, way when it catch Stuck it. in the face But, mask. like, it just gets wedged in the face masses coming in with such velocity. You know, Pat Mahomes throws a little 10-yard no. out route Did to you. Did you see the clip? Hey, God, right in the Did face Did you see mask. the clip? Pat Mahomes threw a football 62 miles an hour. No, hold, see that could that could wedge in somebody's face mask. Come on, Pat, do it for me. Pat, throw footballs in my throw, face. Throw Pat footballs at people's face. Come on, in my face. <laughs> um, NFL man, you know, there's been lots of moves, but we're like Zach said, we are not right around the corner from the football season. So we'll get talking about football as it comes around. But Zach, there is basketball happening. There is professional basketball happening, and we now know. What the Eastern Conference playoffs are going to look like. As far as teams, we do not know what the seeding is going to be. But uh, the Hornets, the Hawks, the Nets, and I don't remember the last team that is in the play-in right now. But those three uh, teams are Cleveland. in the play- Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland in the play-in. Um, and currently, the Hawks, Nets, the Hawks and the Hornets, I do believe, or the Hawks have 41 wins. Uh, the Nets and the Hornets both have 40. I do believe Cleveland has 40 as well. Um, so, looking potentially, Zach, that we could have maybe a Hawks-Hornets matchup, Hawks-Hornets matchup, uh, in the first round of the play-in, possibly second round of the play-in, are we going as a as a podcast? Yeah, yeah. I'm going. It's gonna I, don't, I should probably find tickets now, or the day it's locked yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, as, they soon, might be on as soon as we know what's happening, we probably need to get those. But So, Zach, are you excited? Like... How nervous, do you, nervous. You, do you, would you rather be in the play I don't want to be disappointed again. I'm sad that we're not at least the six season. Six season. It's, it's honestly baloney that we're this bad. Got a max player, Gordon Hayward, 120 million, can't play. He's hurt every year. Comes back and we get worse. He just came back. We get worse. And playing better Tough with Isaiah Thomas, night. who's the reject of the NBA, and Montrezl Harrell, the undersized center. I cannot. Gordon Hayward, there's no excuse, bro. There's no excuse. You, go, you can drop 40 points. You need to play better on a consistent basis, man. I don't care if you're just coming back. You don't need to be getting out all the time. That's a little hurt ankle, a little hurt finger. Kobe Bryant played through that every night. Well, Come on, dude. Well, Gordon Hayward, man, I feel like he just hasn't really been the same in general it since, doesn't no, no. since the last, you know, that, that he had the tough cool. injury with the Celtics. But, like, he even even when, like, you know, I feel like two years ago or something like that, he was, like, he had, like, a stretch of three good weeks or something. Everybody's like, oh, it's old Gordon Hayward. He's back to, like, man. Three weeks, and like now we're here, here again, and you're saying what I feel like people said probably four years ago about should have traded, should have packaged him up, trade him with two first round picks to Indiana where he wanted to go, where he's from, for Miles Turner, and we would have a center right now, and we would be and Miles probably, Turner's a good center. We'd probably I like plan. I have always liked Miles. We probably would have locked up that six seed or something. You know, it's just no excuse for a max player. I'm tired of Hornets players having max players on the contract 
And then guys who are literally paid a million or $5 million, I'll play you on a nightly basis. And they're available every single night. Dude, no excuse. $120 million, $30 million a year. You should be more durable. Your, your training regiment should be more durable. I don't care. He's not a giant. He doesn't have limbs made out of, you know, glass. I mean, he obviously does. But, like, Joel Embiid gets hurt less than you at this point. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, seven-foot monsters are not – like, when's the last time Andre Drummond was hurt? When's the last time he, what, That's fake. Uh, like, Anthony Davis hurt all the time. But, yeah, Andre Drummond is a man that – I swear, for that size, I, I don't think he's ever had an injury. Yeah, because he's got some muscle on his frame and he's going hard. I don't understand you, Gordon Hayward. It's basketball. <laughs> the court doesn't have potholes. You ain't getting tackled every single play. Like, come on, dude. There's um, NFL players that don't miss games. I, well, I'm saying, man, it's tough. I'm with you. As a Hawks fan, I would love us not to be playing a one-game you know, turn, play-in tournament, but I am thrilled that the, the Nets are in the play-in tournament because – Personally, I don't think – I think the Nets are a fine team, and I think they could easily win a championship. You know, they've got good-ass pieces. KD, you know, Kyrie's back playing all the time because of the, the, the vaccine mandate. Great shout. And Georgia, Georgia alumni. Shout out my boy Nick Claxton. I got to love it. But at the same time, I don't got to love it because I'm just not here for the Nets and Kevin They're Durant. very top-heavy on the Nets. So if, if Durant gives you 40 and Kyrie gives you 30 and then the rest of your team gives you, like, close to 10 points each, they're probably going to win. Well, I'm more com- I feel more confident in saying that, like, if it's a seven-game series, that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to be able to beat you in a seven-game series doing that. Where if it's one game, we see it all the time with the Nets, where they have just god awful games. And so I am so willing to say, if the Hawks or the Hornets get the Nets at home in a one-game play-in. It is very likely that you can beat them, and I think that's fantastic. I don't want to have to play the Nets in a seven-game series. Now that being I said, would rather playing play like the Sixers, a... playing the Sixers in a seven-game series, and stuff no, would be no, tough. No, no. But like, yeah, I'd rather no. play. The, I Those are two different teams for me. Those are two different teams for me. I don't want to play the Sixers in the seven-game series because they are better than us. I would want to play the Nets in a seven-game series because I feel like the Nets can get lucky one time with a big score. Because if if Kyrie and KD make their shots one night. Like Kyrie had the most efficient 50-point game in history against the Hornets two times ago they played. And he was like 17 for 19 from the field, made all of his free throw attempts. And if that happens, plus KD gives you That's 30 true. to back him up, we have no chance. That's true. We have no chance because Gordon Hayward doesn't even play. <laughs> so, you know, and then with you come to the playoffs on a seven-game series, I think the Hornets are a better team. That's fair. They're going to pull four away because there's some lacking areas on the Brooklyn Nets squad. Like, they're not that good of a defensive team. And that's when the one-game series scares me because what if Kevin Durant drops 55 points? Yeah, well, if it is his big night. Let's see, and I just I just struggle with the idea that the Hawks are going to be able to be a And then another offseason, another team. disappointment for the Hornets fans. I mean, LaMelo Ball is 20 years old. I get it. But he's on, a, he's on his rookie deal. So we have to build around him and not waste money. Well, you need to get our dominant center and not give Lord Hayward money. Get well, him and out of like, town. It's not just about LaMelo Ball, y'all. It's like Miles Bridges. I would think I said this to you a couple weeks ago. I think Miles Bridges may be like We're going to max him out. Your We're maxing him out. And like year. you are definitely losing out on time for Miles Bridges just because you're waiting on other people to come into their own. And like He's still young too, man. I think Miles Bridges is like – I think that man in a few years is probably going to be like – Consistent All Star, definitely leader leader of a team. Like well, the, well, the thing is, we're gonna really we're gonna max him out. We're gonna get rid of Hayward, and so if we're paying Miles Bridges the money we're paying Hayward, and then we have another guy we're maxing out for a year or two before Lamelo gets his deal, then 
that's a playoff team, dude. That is a that's a yeah. guaranteed playoff team, or it should be at least without underperforming. Some people hate on the coach. I don't get it. He we we're literally the mini Spurs, and our team is actually not garbage the last like four years consistently. Yeah. Like, so come on now, Hornets fans. If you're asking for anything more than we got now, it's really just unrealistic. I'm pointing fingers at Gordon Hayward, dude. Like, no. They're like it's it's time to put up or get out of town. Yeah, I I, I can respect that because it's been so long. This with is his injuries third year, Max. Not playing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It and that with the contract stuff. Seriously. Um, Zach, did you see uh, any? Did you see the result of the Heat Celtics game this past week? I think midweek. Uh, the Heat beat the Celtics in Boston, um, and I, th- I thought it was a little interesting, just because the Celtics have been, you know. Probably one of the best teams in the NBA since the All-Star break. Definitely the best defensive team in the NBA. It's ridiculous. But then they played this big game, the big game at home, and the Heat beat them. And it really came down to, if you go look at the box score, Tatum in the fourth quarter took like one shot. Didn't make it and took one shot, and they lost. And so I'm like, you know, there's all this talk. There's all this talk about Jason Tatum being like, he's so good. He's, he's definitely going to be a future big piece and stuff. But, like, he, I feel like he does this all the time. In games when he's, like, should be the taking over and, like, this is when you make your statement, he doesn't do it. He doesn't score points. All right. So He does this all the time. So, like. so the replacements had a great explanation for this. So, Shane Falco, quarterback of the Washington Centennials, he had a problem with, with the game on the line, grabbing the ball and saying, I want to – Hold on. I, well, it's just – it's just he'll call – he was the type of guy, last play of the game, fourth and goal – Call an audible to a run play out of like shotgun. He 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 would see the blitz. He saw the blitz, and he audibled out to a run play. His running back bailed him out and scored a touchdown. But the coach was like, "You're a coward." Yeah. Winners want the ball when the game is on the line. Shane Falco he grew into that. He 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 wanted the ball when the game was on the line at the end to send the Centennials to the playoff. But Jason Tatum, I mean, he does. It's not really direct. Their, their playoff hopes aren't on the line. No, but at the same time, it's a, it's a big game. It is a big game, but it's not. It means nothing. It yeah. means all it is is wasted energy before the playoffs. That's fair. At this point for those two teams. I just, I just personally, man, I feel like we see this out of Tatum. We saw it last year in the playoffs. Like, we see we see this out of Tatum where he's just, like, dead silent in the times when, like, he should not be dead silent. Yeah, but he'll drop 50 a few times. He can drop the 50 a Everybody's like, in the regular season. Everybody's like, Jackson, do you top five player? Exactly right. I'm just uh, – Devin Booker top five player in the league, dropped 70 points in a loss. <laughs> now listen, the Phoenix Suns have been running that league. They they have been looking dominant. I think they're up to like 65 yeah. wins at this point. So Do it in the finals. Do it in the finals. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Zach, you got anything else? I mean, episode 100, we ain't got a name. We're, I, I guess we're done on athletes. There's not athletes with 100 on their jersey. That's done, right? We can restart and do one again, but I also don't know Hmm. Hard to say. It's weird. We'll figure it out. We're not doing Hard anything for episode 100. I'll tell you what we're going to close out with, Zach. Hmm. What's on the set? So, as you can see, we have a set. We built a set. I'm here. Dan's there. The set. Hello. Room. <laughs> studio. And the background stuff. That, so I'm we, giving you the choice. Oh, so I was going to ask, do we do a... a an item from each of us or just one item at random? One solo item. All right, so uh, we'll just pick one solo item. I mean, I don't want to pick something of mine because you're making me pick. but I'll no, just, you got to pick something. I'll just randomly start with the – tell me about the Bulldog, dude. The Bulldog? Okay. 
So, uh, national, or not national championship, but uh, the dogs national champions. I'm a Georgia fan, obviously. Huge fan. Been a fan my whole life. Y'all know that. Y'all really know that. Uh, here Close he is. Up. Come, coming up. I feel like front. you should even just stick coming it out. towards the camera. We're, we're just going to bring it out. There's a golf ball on it. Oh, I, I see. Out I see. Right, so, yeah, well. there we go. Little, so, little dog. Little Ugga. Um, yeah, I got this this year. Uh, oh, it's just this a is a new, new guy. Fresh guy. It was sort of a little celebratory national championship piece, I guess. But doesn't say anything about that. So that is your, to you, it's your commemorative. Yeah, it's a little, we won the natty. A little natty statue for me, if you will. Um, so got it from, I think my mom got it. I'm it's trying to think if I have stuff, it. Man. I don't have anything from the Clemson natties just because the gear I'm not buying a hundred dollar jacket that just has a little. No, patch that's the on thing. It's like I, I, and see, that's the thing. It doesn't say natty. I have a little koozie that says, you know, 2021 natty, and then we got got a couple stickers. But outside of that, I'm not. I last night actually, we were, I was watching the game with a couple buddies and stuff. Thomas's house and Thomas's dad and stuff. And at one point, Thomas made the comment. He goes. You know, I'm really impressed. Daniel has gone all night without mentioning one time the Georgia Bulldogs are national championships. And I said, dude, I don't have to rub it in anybody's face. Y'all know. Because y'all can't take it away from me is the thing. <laughs> there was an April Fool's post where uh, it was like a picture of the Natty Championship uh, trophy. It was on the ground, like broken into pieces. And everybody was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I was like. That thing's not going to shatter. I was like, first off, I know it's fake. But if it was real. I don't care. It still doesn't take it away, guys. Like, we are Natty Champions 2021. Okay? The college football playoff trophy will literally dent your floor. Like, come uh, on now. I'm not going to break. I, that thing that is, thing's going to go ting. That thing is a like blunt force ting. object waiting to be used for something. Like, that thing is a battering ram. It could be rammed to ram down a door. It's definitely the size to bat ram down a door. Bow! Speaking of rams, this is Ram Country. This is Ram Country. Uh, this has been Marie's Sports Show, and we're out. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y, sports page, all one word, on social media. See you next week, guys.